Couch Critics. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. One time I was listening, and you hear this often, often with women. And they'll complain about this and complain about that. Stuff other women are doing, stuff they're not doing. Stuff they don't have the courage to do. They don't have the um, swag to do. They don't have the ability to pull off. All of that. And they'll comment and tear to shreds. And I had to ask one person, do you know what it feels like? to be hated as soon as you walk in the room just because the way you were born. That you didn't ask to look this way. You didn't ask for that. You didn't ask to come out. You didn't say, hey, God, before you send me down, how about this? Bet. I'm only going to do it if you give me these many talents. And on top of that, give me determination and strong will. No, I did. I, you did, no one has a conversation with God about that. You know, if that's the case, everyone would have that conversation with God. You know, you know, give me the discipline, God, or I'm not going down. <laughs> no, that does not happen like that. It makes no sense. You know, I, you know, <laughs> I told someone one time, look, I, I, I can't account for how I was born. I can't. I can't tell Emily, let me back in, my mama, let me back in so I can come out looking not as not as whatever you think I look basically you know and if you don't and then a person said no and if you're not hated and people aren't intimidated by you just because you exist you can't comment about people who who can't even walk into a room without people adjusting their clothes and trying to pick you apart which is one of the reasons why I don't like small settings because it's uncomfortable because that opens up the floor for people for someone to have the courage to say mm, courage yeah I guess you can call it courage but courage to say I wonder or you know you know what I want to ask you can I ask you a question you know and you think oh god what's about to happen you're about to find a way to break me down, huh? In your mind so you could tolerate me better? Gotcha. You know, and that's what happens. Couch critics talk about things they have no right and no way to talk about. This is the thing, too. You have to, if you're experiencing that way too much, let me tell you something. I had those encounters, they're in passing. They're in situ. I meet these people in situations where it's like a public place or something. But as far as me seeing this and hearing this often, I don't hear it and see it often. One, I I don't police my YouTube account. Two, um, I don't make it a habit of being around people who don't have the same care, ambition, drive, whatever. I don't make that that, and that's how you don't deal with that as much too. You know, why, why can you even hear them from way up here? You know, like where you are up high, why can you even hear someone sitting on their couch? If you're standing up, how can you hear someone way down close to the floor? 
there's no need to listen. Why am I listening? Why am I entertaining that? You know? And it's like, couch critics are really... They're like chair dancers. You know, there's different types. There's couch critics and there's the chair dancers. They're, you know, couch critics are outside of the arena of what you do, right? The chair dancers are inside of the arena, but they hold a facade-like placement. It's not real, you know? So... You ever seen somebody who was a good chair dancer, but they get up and they can't dance? It's just like that. They're in the arena. Mm, They post a lot. Mm, They do a lot of angles. Mm, So they're never really in that position. So they're chair dancers. That's all they are. They look like they they look like they can dance and they can jive and they can keep up with everything but in reality they can't and knowing that truth and being honest and looking at it then you can put them right in the category people you know you need a tool belt for people in your life like where to put people okay you know how when you clean up oh i just cleaned my closet recently and there was a the section to be hung up there was a section to be put by all of my like um my cooking aprons and embroidered jackets and stuff like that right and then there's the trash pile and there's also the pile that people thought that heaven's shoes were my shoes so they brought them up to my closet yeah so i have all these different piles you have to put you know you have to put some stuff in certain places, like in certain parts of the closet, right? This person, they're here to celebrate. This person, they're here to do this. This person, they do this kind of thing. This person gives me good advice, but they don't always answer the phone, but they answer the phone when I really, really need the phone answered, right? And then there's the heaven, you know, the the shoes that aren't really mine pile. That pile That's the people where you know what you're encountering. Everyone is dealing with something, right? But there are some people who project fear, like fear projectors, you know, a projection machine for fear. You know, so they're always going to say if you say, hey, I got a new job. Are you sure that it's safe? Are you sure? What is the mileage? What, what is the difference between, your, are you going to use too much gas going there? The, you see how they're projecting their fears? Nice people, but still fear projectors, right? And then there's the trash. Not that anyone is trash. But for your life, that person does not have a placement. So you put it in that bin, you know, and you have to decide clearly what this is, you know, And, you know, you got to make people just as uncomfortable as they made you. You know, I I touched on this a little bit in the last episode about how to um, ask them questions to make them just as uncomfortable. You have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for it by being aware and alert. So in a sense, you know, whenever you go around certain people, there should be a certain amount of armor on, you know, 
a little bit of a guard up. You want to keep some vulnerability, but you want to have at least a bulletproof vest on. You know, the bulletproof vest, it helps um, shield those random bullets that can fly within conversation. So if you're guarded properly, then you'll be fine and you'll be able to deal with the transaction. And for some people, look, and... (laughs) Obviously, my sister is the expert in that area. She'll say, and now that you said that, they're never going to do it again. (laughs) She's extremely strategic. I, no lie, will take a text, a screenshot, and send it to her and tell her, look, type me up a response. Because for me, I won't go for the juggler. So I need to know something that's a little bit more civilized, you know. You know, my sisters are really classy, but um, (laughs) not that I'm not, but I'm sure you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So because I'm like, I don't know no other way but 10. So I need you to take me to five right quick. And that's pretty much it. You know, that's how you deal with the couch critics. You know, you understand. And also, you know. Chef Ruth, my professor, brought up something. I had a phone conversation with her not too long ago. Well, I'm sorry, not too long ago, but like two days ago, a night and a half ago. Well, um, I'm talking to her about this encounter I had with this more prestigious group of people in the culinary world. And I said, you know, Chef Ruth, they made this comment. They said this snarky remark to me. And, um, that's it. I'm never going (laughs) to, I'm never going to do anything with them again. And she said, hold up, hold up. Don't say that because they have a good platform. She said, you know what you have to do, Toya? You have to understand all of the aspects of what's going on with that person. Doesn't it sound a lot like she's saying what my pastor used to say, consider the mind of the man. So she's bringing that back up. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this is a lesson I'm learning, I could tell. And she said, at the end of the day, the reason why they did this is is because of that. So what should you do? You should pray for them. You should have empathy. And I was like, ooh, man. You know, I pray that that God is is blessing her with... um, peace at night like the intangible things of life you know because she's still teaching me even though I've graduated a decent amount of time ago she's still teaching me randomly and that's one of the things you know you realize that you really do have the power to speak goodness over them you know praying you know people have even in a southern culture have tried to make that like shade which is annoying it's like I'm gonna pray for you or you need to be you need prayer or something like that or bless your heart I don't like that man if you don't want to bless my heart don't bless my heart I mean don't don't say that if you're not gonna do it for real you know because prayers are real you know I know a few prayer warriors like I know people who I've seen real stuff move you know and I've I know what it what's happened in my own life to not take that as a joke and once I see you know 
once I see how that person's thought is, it's like me having the tools and walking past their car that's broken down. I have the ability. They don't know that. I got to offer it. I don't need to tell them that I'm offering it, but I just offer it. And when she said, when we get off the phone, you say a prayer, you know, for her. And that that reminded me of something so simple and so basic that, you know, even though you have to put them in place or put them out your life or, you know, ignore certain things they say at base, always try to lift up positive words, you know, for them like I. I really pray that they have understanding and wisdom and that they come around to a different knowing so they can have a better life and exude better light because it's not just about them. It's about the people that they're running into and that they affect, you know. So um, keep that in mind when dealing with couch critics. They don't carry the weight, but they always got something to say, you know. They always, you know, and don't make it a don't make it a a habit of being around those kind of groups of people who always got something to say about something that they have no clue about how it works. You know, you know, countertop experts. You just sitting at the countertop being an expert on my life. You're not in the kitchen. You're not on this. You're not doing that. But you're an expert. Gotcha. Bet. Show me your results. You know, show me your results. And I think that's the appropriate response. You know, to the couch critics, show me your results. You know, but always keep in mind that they're, they're human and, you know, we're mirrors for each other. Whoever I run into, it's going to either, it's going to mirror something in me. It's going to mirror my lack of compassion, my compassion, or my judgmental ability. Like, all of those things. Like, it's going to, and sometimes we just mirror. Sometimes you can just be a mirror of what someone is not doing, and they respond a certain way to it. You understand it, but you don't have to keep it around. So put people in their place put people out of your space and then make sure you lift them up after because it's more about them than you If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya, Dash, Bodie, or Cash App, dollar sign, Toya, Bodie, T-O-Y-A, B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Mm-hmm.